When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rolling? Yeah? Yep. Just the same thing there? Yep. Hi, I'm Lindsay Buckingham. The Mirage album is finished, and so are the videos, and so are we. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to have you take a look, so watch for the world premiere on MTV. Sorry, one more time. Oh, sorry. Okay. I like the so we No, I'll leave it out. Oh, <laughs> Hi, I'm Lindsay Buckingham. The Mirage album is finally finished, and so are the videos. We'd love to have you take a look, so watch for the world premiere on MTV. Hey, you're listening to Day by Day Fleetwood Mac, Day 13 talking about their 13th studio album called Mirage. Came out in June of 1982. Very different from Tusk. You know, this would have made more sense. This album arguably would have made more sense as a follow-up to rumors. At the same time, I'm a much bigger fan of Tusk overall, although I do like quite a bit about Mirage, which we will, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. But you know, they took like a year and a half off or over a year off after the Tusk tour. They moved to France. They went over to France to record the next album. By the time they're making Mirage, Lindsay and Stevie have both put out solo albums. Actually, Stevie's got a hit solo career going. Uh, Belladonna, which came out in 81, was a number one album. Lindsay's solo album, Law and Order, was a failure. And honestly, as much as I love Lindsay's work on Tusk, I don't like a whole lot about his first solo album, Law and Order. But yeah, so Stevie has gone off and made herself a huge star in her own right with her own big hit solo album, Belladonna. So that's interesting. That's an interesting addition to the dynamic is now Stevie on her own without the band is a huge success. So that's interesting. But they come back together to make another album. Now it's 1982. I mean, the difference between 77 when Rumors came out and 82, it's like a whole different world. It's like a whole different landscape, you know? And they've got Tusk in between. And so, you know, this is five years removed from Rumors, and it's almost like they have to make a comeback, really. I mean, they've got some guaranteed success still. They're still definitely riding the wave of the 70s. So I don't know how much pressure they really felt. I don't think they did feel pressure. I don't think Lindsay cared a whole lot. Stevie's got her solo career. Um, but, you know, this album spent five weeks at number two, sold a couple million. So similar kind of success level as Tusk. Yeah, I don't know where all their heads were at. I don't think Stevie... Obviously, she contributes a hit song here, but she doesn't make a huge contribution. Lindsay's in his own world. He's making great music, but it's not really 
as commercial as probably any of them would have hoped. So, yeah, I guess you get a feeling here that this band's not going to last. But yeah, let's let's hear what we get. You know, this is co-produced. This album's co-produced by Lindsay and Richard Dashett, just like Tusk was. The album opens. Mirage opens with a song from Christine called Love in Store. The drum beat is kind of a march. This incessantly steady beat, which kind of gets on my nerves. And overall, this is kind of a mediocre song. Um, the never take your love away part is a decent hook, but all things considered, I don't really like listening to this song. I don't really like this song that much. And it's the opening track. If I had, you know, placing myself in 1982... If I was a fan coming into this, a <laughs> huge, huge disappointment to hear the album open with this song. Second song on the album is an amazingly catchy song from Lindsey Buckingham called Can't Go Back. Brilliantly constructed. I think this is pop perfection. Less than three minutes long. Just a blast. Just really great. Love it. Lindsey's a genius. Third song on the album, a song from Stevie Nicks called That's Alright. A very country-influenced song. Kind of a bluegrass ballad with pop production. Like a Gene Clark style. If you're familiar with Gene Clark, his post-Birds um, output, this kind of strikes me as a Gene Clark style song, that kind of pop country rock vibe. Works for me. Great vocals from Stevie that deliver on the melancholy melody. Nice chorus. All in all, a very enjoyable song. Another great collaboration between Stevie and Lindsay, just vocally and in terms of the arrangement.
Fourth song, another very nice pop song from Lindsey Buckingham called Book of Love. Catchy as hell. Lush production. Uh, Lindsey has become very skilled at building this kind of song in the studio, especially with his layered vocals. He's definitely developing his own style and sound and very creative. You know, the guy's a genius. I think Lindsey Buckingham is a complete genius as a musician and in the studio building these kind of songs. Uh, I don't like this as much as Can't Go Back, the previous Lindsey song, but this is very enjoyable, solid work from Lindsey. Song number five on the album from Stevie Nicks called Gypsy. Uh, Another Stevie song with a hint of country. But then you get Stevie's weird kind of new age vocal approach. Once again, Lindsey Buckingham really helps bring this song to life in terms of the arrangement. His guitars and his vocals. So nice production. Very well crafted song. Stevie and Lindsey working together. Not my favorite song on the record, but I definitely like it. Definitely good. With some lace and paper flowers Back to the gypsy There I was to the gypsy That I Last song inside one is a Christine song called Only Over You. A mellow ballad, definitely a skip for me. Too soft rock. No great melodies, no real hooks. Definitely, I'm definitely flipping this record over after Gypsy. Listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. 
Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Flipping the record over, side two opens with a song from Lindsey Buckingham called Empire State. All right, a dose of weirdness, Tusk-style weirdness from Lindsey, but I'm a sucker for it. I think it's fun. I enjoy it. Second song on side two, kind of a boring song, in my opinion, from Stevie Nicks called Straight Back. Sounds like a solo. Sounds like a song that should be on a Stevie Nicks solo album. It's all right, but I would say side two definitely does not open strong. third song on side two finally christine delivers on this album with a killer pop single called hold me should have probably been the first song on side two i wouldn't say probably this should have been the first song on side two i'll just say it could have even why not open the album love in store the fuck open the album with this 
All right, fourth song on side two from Lindsey Buckingham called Oh Diane. Kind of a dud. Like I said earlier in the episode, the, the, the band members don't seem invested. They really don't. I think it's a miracle they even made another album after this. Fifth song on side two. Well, a lot most of side two has been pretty weak. Well, my favorite song in the album is crammed here. Fifth song on side two, an absolute work of genius from Lindsey Buckingham called Eyes of the World. Amazing acoustic guitar, amazing guitars. This is another one. I could just listen to this as an instrumental and love it. Then you've got the amazing vocal melodies. So a combination of amazing music and amazing vocal melodies makes for a perfect example of why Lindsey Buckingham is one of my all-time favorite artists. This song is absolutely brilliant. A brilliant songwriting and brilliant production and building the song in the studio. But wow, just a, a great example of Lindsey Buckingham's absolute genius. And the album closes with a dud from Christine called Wish You Were Here. And I have to say, this album has its moments. I mean, Can't Go Back and Eyes of the World are amazing pieces of work from Lindsay Buckingham. Book of Love is also great. That's Alright and Gypsy from Stevie are good. It's going to take them five years to make another album and it's probably like I said a miracle they even did make another album because you could tell you could tell with Tusk and then Mirage that and Stevie's got her solo career so yeah I mean the writing was all over the wall but there's, there's going to be another album with this lineup and we will talk about it tomorrow 
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.